We are back once again. Yeah. Can't keep us away. You like it or not, turds. (laughs) Here we are with episode 67, uh, talking about um, this. I I was going to say a brief moment in pop music, but it's like, I don't even know if we can call it a brief moment. I mean, it was such a blip. (laughs) What's smaller? Yeah, a blip. What's smaller than a blip? An angstrom? Coyota. Uh, anyway, we're talking about boy crazy. A Jeff Sessions. A je- hey, ah, no, a mooch. A mooch. A mooch in pop mooch. music. Okay. The pop, the pop mooch. I love it. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're talking about boy crazy today. Yes. I don't really know if I like the idea of conflating something as wonderful as boy crazy with something as awful as Anthony Scaramucci, but... <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about a, a little girl group um, that just popped up there for a little bit, and you might... Uh, have never heard of them. In fact, you probably have never heard of them. So I remember them from when I was little. I we're loved... about to learn you some boy crazy. Yeah, and it's crazy with a K. That's by right, the way. crazy with a K. Worth Just noting. Just in case. Yes. You thought because maybe Stockake and Waterman were playing a lot of Mortal Kombat at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it is the nineties. So, Boy Crazy was assembled in 1991 by Stock Aitken and Waterman, the legendary production team from the UK. Which we are firmly pro. Yes, here. we are very mm-hmm. firmly pro uh, Stock Aitken Waterman. Um, they, um, who, let's see, some bigger names who they have, um, worked with would be like, uh, the Pet Shop Boys, Bananarama, Dead Kylie or Alive, Minogue. Kylie Minogue, yeah, um, so they've, uh, Rick Astley, also, yes. had a note, Rick, good old Rick, um, so yeah, they assembled this group, Boy Crazy, even though they, uh, were a British team, uh, I believe all the girls in Boy Crazy were Americans, yes. uh, best I could tell they were, um, there were five of them initially, their names were Kimberly, Jocelyn, Jana, Ruth, and Renee. They recorded and released their first single, That's What Love Can Do, in 1991. Mm-hmm. Now, have you ever heard the 1991 version of That's What Love Can Do? Uh, yes, um, but I didn't realize. I'd, I'd heard the different versions, mostly because like, I have my favorite version, and I would hear the 91 version and be like, no, that's the wrong version. Correct. Stop it. I the 91 version is a mess. What it was. And it's so funny because you read some of these like blog posts about like, you know, people who do this kind of underground pop music stuff. And they're like, I don't know why it took this song two years to be a hit. And I'm like, because the first version was garbage. The first version, it's not garbage, but it's like, I don't know. It it's has not this, quite there. When you compare it to the 93, when you compare it to the 93, you're like, why didn't you just do that the first time? Yeah, like, exactly. Dumb idiot. It's got this like weird sax in it. It just doesn't, it ain't working. Mm-mm. It ain't working. Um, Let's uh, let's go on and roll a little clip of that so we can mm. hear the original. I do like that the uh, the insane vocal effect thing is still there, though. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I actually think it's like produced louder yeah. in the song. I noticed. Like, I don't know if it's just the version that I yeah, heard. They toned it down a little bit. Yeah, in I feel like it's actually. I feel like it louder. was. I feel like it was Aiken. I feel like that was his idea. And it was that was actually. That was why he ended up leaving shortly thereafter. <laughs> <laughs> it was all over this boy crazy vocal effect. Where's our forensic Baltimore Institute sounder? We got to get in the on liner this. notes. In the liner notes, they actually just credited lead vocals to that noise. <laughs> if I ever met Pete Waterman, that would be my first question. So, sir, yeah, thanks for dead or alive and all that. But the the, the freaking noise in the boy crazy song. What were we thinking, folks? What's going on? 
<laughs> you question it too much. You just go with it. I like it. So what happened, according to um, one blog post that I read, was that around Christmas of 1992, so this is almost, you know, this is, we're getting close to two years after this song was released and flopped. Um, a remix started being played on KQRS in Denver, a radio station in Denver, and then that picked it up because back in that time, still one radio station playing a song could somehow make it a hit across the country. Gotta love how weird that is. Yeah, I know. okay. So this new version, this 1993 remix, starts sweeping across and ends up becoming a chart hit. It hits number 18 in the, on the Hot 100. And this is the good version of the song. Yes, it's so good. God, I loved this song. Yeah, this is like perfect pop music right here. Yeah, I was like obsessed with this. Anytime I came on the radio, super obsessed. It's one of those songs that like... You know, you remember when you're from a little kid, and I remember when, like, Napster came back, like, you know, a few years later, and I'm, like, in high school, and I'm like, okay, what can I download? It was one of the first songs I thought of. I was like, I need to hear that song again. Where did it go? Love it. And I had to, like, look up who did it, because I had no idea. I was just like, that's what luck can do. Right. That's the only thing I knew. Um, There is a high school uh, around here that has a radio station. I believe they're the oldest high school radio station in the entire nation. Yeah, New Albany High School, WNAS, we'll shout them out. Um, but they play like they're they have no format, right? They just kind of play. It sounds like your dad's iPod. But a lot of the stuff they play is like very like classic rock, mm-hmm. you know, or like really modern pop music. But this song is randomly in their rotation. If you listen to WNAS every now and then, you will hear Boy Crazy's That's What Love Can Do. That's fantastic. <laughs> Which I just love. Um, also, there are two versions of this music video. Um, there's one where they're doing some very, very 90s like coordinated uh, dances in overalls Mm -hmm. which is very cute and then this other one where they do this other very 90s thing somehow they just like it was just peak 90s right and it's like blonde haired girl with her giant headband which by the way is still my favorite hair thing yes like i recently i'm so glad you remarked the headband i forgot about the headband. i recently it's still my favorite like hair trend and like i have some of those headbands and sometimes you can see me around my house sporting a very large headband (laughs) that is too big for my head that just takes over the whole thing and you know sometimes i wear it out too because i can't be bothered to take it off and maybe i can bring that shit back i love that hairstyle you go on honey anyway it's very 90s i was gonna say it was very 90s because they're just doing this like rotating thing like where their face is like maintaining contact with the camera but their whole body is spinning around like in a barber's chair so super it's very like madonna's vogue video kind of Mm -hmm. thing going on okay and i hate to end on this note before we play the clip of the good version of the song oh my god right god we have to talk about the jesus god awful version from the late 90s by toutes les filles which were they canadian or french british I that's think. Even, I'm even more annoyed. Now. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's I mean, like what? the worst God. thing that 1999 could do. Like, think of there was a lot of everything terrible was, shit in 1999. Yeah, everything was already going to shit in 1999. Like, as you know, I have I've long <laughs> held the opinion that pop music was just god awful between 1998 and 2008. Just the worst. Yeah, this is the worst that it has to offer. Um, yeah, I always forget that this version exists. I don't remember this from like the late 90s, but it's like every time you bring it up. I, re- I re-remember it and I feel the pain again. So like I'm like looking on the dock for this episode and I'm like, I guess we have to talk about this god-awful shit again. I was like, what kind of, oh no, oh he did it to me. It's like the, it's like the real painful kind of Rick roll. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a totally fee roll. But d- <laughs> <laughs> it always it's gets a fee me. roll. It, it's a fee roll. <laughs> 
but I, you know, ninety eight roll. I would like, say like toots from your butt. I would like say farts. like ninety nine percent of my hatred of this is their stupid shoes in the video. God, I hate the late nineties and that it like just is so. I swear, bad. that background in the video has been used. For so many terrible videos. Like, I think yeah, they were like, oh, I'm just, sorry. TLC a- did it first, and then everybody else has just been a cheap copy of TLC. And I'm <laughs> like, none of you are TLC, okay? I think there was like, oh, okay, are you a all-girl group where everyone's like 19 or 20, and you're trying to be the Spice Girls, <laughs> but you aren't? Here, Great. you use this studio. Here are some crop tops and baggy <laughs> pants. And terrible shoes. Yes. Uh, please put your hair in some and butterfly And please be out because All out. Saints and then Dream have to use this set in two hours. You're also not allowed to wear the cool headbands yeah, I'm because not, fuck you. That's right. I'm not playing a clip of the of the Tootley Fee version. If you want to watch it, we'll put it in the show notes on our website. But uh, I don't. Okay. You, you know what? It's your funeral. <laughs> you say you I think the most surprising thing to me about Boy Crazy, though, when you look at them in the scope of other things that were happening in pop music, Mm -hmm. is that they actually are really fantastic singers. Yes. They sound amazing together. Mm -hmm. Um, I have this performance that's from a some late night TV special. Um, I think it was called, oh, it's called Friday Night Videos. It was an NBC thing. This is from uh, May of 1993. But this is them. I just want to play a little clip of them doing acapella, That's What Love Can Do, because... I really think it shows off what they're capable of. That's what love can do. I don't want to break your heart in two and leave you crying. That's what love can do. Well, no, I want you to know I'm letting you go. You're just a fool. You say that I'm number always be true how can this be i mean they sound fantastic they sound so good i think that what they said they had like musical theater backgrounds you can hear it they're great singers so boy crazy um before this 1993 remix of that's what love can do came out and before the album was out released a second single called all you have to do um and this was a pretty obvious dig toward the club charts i think Mm -hmm. right it's just a pretty forgettable house yeah song what I do like about the uh, Boy Crazy repertoire is it's a very good example of that early 90s dance pop um, piano riff thing. Oh, yeah. That's, the the Corgam one, baby. That's uh, that's what Boy Crazy is. Their music is the little whatever you said it was. I call it the little dance pop funky piano. Yeah, it's their their whole album was built on a Corgam one. You can tell <laughs> it was just the, the piano at the time. Um, if you've never, by the way, uh, YouTube Korg M1 organ, if you don't, if you really are into early 90s, especially like Eurohouse music, 
that was the backbone sound for all early 90s house music. So that's my spiel there. Um, worth picking up the single, the hard copy of the single for all you have to do. Um, it is also on Spotify, though, if you want to hear a, a lost Boy Crazy song called Don't Want to Let You Go that ended up not on their album, but it is on the single version of this in 1992. Um, and the single release also included Who Could Ask for Anything More, which did end up on their album. We also got to talk about Good Times with Bad Boys, which I believe was released as a single. Um, I think I have a copy yeah, of it, it was, somewhere. Yeah, I think it was actually the single that directly came after the 93 version. Correct. Because the album is out at this point. Yes. Um, and I, I mean, who hasn't felt this way? I feel this way every day. We all love some Good oh Times with God. Bad Boys, right? Yeah, sometimes that's all you need. You're like, you know what? I don't care about any of this bullshit. I'm just going to go out. <laughs> and have some good times with what, some bad, bad boys. I don't care what anyone thinks of me. Every day. Get it, girl. One thing leads to another um, great track was the uh, B-side to That's What Love Can Do on the 12-inch cut. Um, just really good, you know, kind of bassy, early 90s pop song. You're giggling. Why? Well, the premise of this song. Here's the thing. Um, this song is a very super happy, fun little dance song. But I feel like it's an incredibly inappropriate way of telling your friend that her boyfriend is cheating on her. <laughs> like, to me, it seems like... I was I listened to it a few times. I'm like, this is just inappropriate. But then I was thinking, I was like, maybe it's actually the best way to tell your friend that their boyfriend is cheating on them because you want to like cushion the blow, right? So like maybe this is like a singing telegram you can buy to tell your friend that. Oh my god, I love it. And that's like that's what the song is. It's a singing telegram to tell your friend in By a very nice, happy way. That. Bitches fucking around on you, you know, like, <laughs> have a nice day, boop. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's a song is to me, and I find it really funny. We saw him out just the other day. He ain't totally innocent. He was dancing too close. Comfort, you know what they say when the cat's away. So I'm really into different class. Um, it, you know, again, more 90s Euro house. But I think this was, uh, do you think they were kind of like trying to reach out to a teenage audience with this one? I don't know. Like, I mean, 
I'm a little jaded to find that like anyone could really feel this way about anyone else. Like you're so perfect. You're in a different class. Like you clearly don't you never felt know that way. Some- okay. So we're now no. we're having the reverse from a, a moment from the Romeo void episode last week. Cause <laughs> I totally have felt this way. Oh, I have like, you're so hot, but oh my God, different class. Nope. Not for me. Can't even, not even going to try. I don't know. Like it's just very classist. Good for you for, good for you for never having felt that way. No, I mean, I just feel like, I don't know. I've maybe if you don't know someone very well, Maybe. But, but you know what? It's stupid. Uh, it's a stupid way to feel. I'll be the first one to tell you. Because when I met my girlfriend, mm-hmm. I felt that way about her. And now we're dating. So, mm. ha, I was wrong. <laughs> it's stupid. Don't feel that way. Yeah. No such thing as classes when it comes to dating. Um, also, did you notice that the uh, the weird vocal effect that we love to bring up so much from That's What Love Can Do makes a pseudo appearance in this song? I didn't even notice the, it. The, with Baby in the post-chorus breakdown. <laughs> It's there a little bit. I didn't even know. I, you, you're very sensitive to that noise. I, am. I like it. Like, I wish it were in every song, but yeah. I have misophonia. I can't help it. <laughs> I'm already laughing at this one because it's just like... Love is a freaky thing, man. <laughs> like, this is why we do what we do, right, Danielle? This song is awful. Like, pop music. This is I, this is why I love pop music. Um, I mean... A, like, a is... totally earnestly delivered pop ballad called Love is a Freaky Thing. I mean, uh, yeah. how do you not appreciate the camp of this? This song sounds like... It's a little before it, but it sounds like there are a couple album cuts on the Spice Girls' first album. That is basically this song. Oh, for sure. And like, you know, we don't talk about them out loud because that would tarnish the legacy. But uh, yeah, it does not mean it's good. And it's just so cheesy. And it's like this weird funky thing that I don't get. Uh, I don't know. Like, thumbs down on love is a freaky thing. I'm here for it. I can't. I, I, mean, I love it's the stupid. cheese. It's I love the cheese and I love a good down-tempo pop song. It's missing a beat, this heart of mine. Tingles running down my spine. It's such a strange reaction to a singular attraction. Feels so good you couldn't invent. Good love coming by accident. And oh, something's happening. I guess it's always been true. Finally, we wanted to talk about On a Wing and a Prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, there are two versions of this. There's an original album version and there is a remix. Um, I prefer the original album version because it's got this guitar and it kind of sounds like if Amy Grant were trying to be a bit harder. <clears throat> I could not with this song. It's no. so corny. Oh, yeah. It's so corny and so cliche. I'm like, maybe if you want him to love you, don't leave. And then be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> like 
I'm coming back on a wing and a prayer. That'll get him. Like, I don't know. I just don't. It is. It's kind of like a really lame, poorly written version of uh, Yazoo's uh, Nobody's Diary, isn't it? Yeah, kind <laughs> it's of kind is. of like a, like a please take me back kind of thing, except you didn't try very hard. But like with little characters. Like, you know, know, like take me back if you want to. Like, it's, you know, just it's like, like, like she thought about it in the car ride over. Like, oh, well, if you want to take me back. I just wonder why she left. Like, did she have to go somewhere for work? In which case, she should not apologize for that. Fuck that guy for not respecting her career. That's right. But I doubt that's what it is because I doubt the song was written with any sort of genuine um, situation in mind. I think it was just written with some corny shit in mind because it's just producer-led pop music. But but that's what we love. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. So that was Boy Crazy. Um, Stockache and Waterman started having a few legal issues pretty shortly after this album came out, and uh, they kind of didn't do anything for a while. <laughs> and that sort of fell right on Boy Crazy, mm-hmm. and they disbanded after the first record and kind of never followed up with it. Um, I was able to track down uh, a little bit uh, in the lives of these women oh, now, um, except Kimberly. Have no idea what, what Kimberly is up to now. Um, Jocelyn is working as an agent and a producer. Um, several sources mm-hmm. will confirm that she runs an agency, I think in New York. Um, Ruth Ann, um, whose real name is Rue, which I love a uh, Rue, Rue, Rue Debona, Debona. Her real name, her real name isn't Ruth Ann. I, I, Rue is what I, I said. Like Ruth Ann is one of those names you're born with and you just can't get rid of it. But, um, but she was a former junior Miss America, by the way, and was only 15 years old when boy crazy started. I did not realize that. Isn't that crazy? It seems illegal. Uh, that's boy crazy, in fact. Um, but yeah, she had a stint working uh, with the WWE mm-hmm. uh, in doing wrestling announcing, which is great. Yep. Now, Miss Jana, I kind of wanted to save her for last. Um, My headband girl. She uh, she did release a solo album. Worth noting, she released a solo album called Pride in 1996. Um, and on this blog, I found linked a very odd little five minute uh, like student film. Yeah. Um, that was shot in Savannah, Georgia. So I'm not sure if that's where she lives. Um, but it was called Expect Less. And it's just this five minute interview with Jana about her time in Boy Crazy and her time since then. And she speaks very frankly about um, how she didn't really care for the music in Boy Crazy. And it was hard for her to um, be perform it in earnest. And, you know, when I interviewed Joya Bruno of Expose like a decade ago, um, she made a similar comment, but it wasn't so much like I don't like the Expose music. It's just it was more like that. That isn't the kind of music that I tend to listen to on my own. Um, So I don't so much feel like it was was a case like with Joya where she where she didn't feel like she could support the art because clearly Expose is still together. But Jana, it was it was like she wanted to do her own thing that she felt like she could be um artistically married to and i i respect that um mm-hmm. but she also speaks very frankly about um you know having a drinking problem and and sobriety and it's a very interesting piece we're going to link it on the on the show page but it's it's kind of sad really yeah i and, read that there was a film w- i didn't realize it, it was shot uh 11 years ago um so i don't know i hope i hope that uh that she's in a better place now she didn't like she didn't um appear to be in in poor physical health or anything like that but um she didn't sound very happy. 
um, reflecting on her time with Boy Crazy. And it, I don't know, made me a little sad. But um, mm. I, I, for one, I, I, I really appreciate the Boy Crazy project for what it was, you know? Just I mean, yeah, there's so many little groups that just pop up and then fade away and they'll leave like one or two songs that but that's what we're here to do right remember that's what we we're do. here to give them their proper exposure and i love boy crazy so, so much. i hope i'm my grand hope is that most people who listen to us have never heard of boy crazy and yeah we're gonna get them into a pop album that <laughs> they will love because i think this this cd is pretty easy to find and the whole thing is on spotify too mm-hmm. I, I i like mentioning that when we can uh but this whole album and um all, basically all the single mixes and everything you can find all of it on spotify it's all yep. there so check it out uh we'll be back next week with um another offbeat artist yes we've definitely decided who we're doing an episode <laughs> <laughs> if you want to reach us you can do so on our website which is offbeattrackscast.com and we're also on twitter at offbeat tracks yes indeed so until next week i'm max and i'm danielle see ya